Make America no. <gasps> Hello and welcome to I'm Usually More Professional, a political weekly podcast brought to you by the team at Sportsbet. Not only are we podcasting, but unfortunately this will be forever on the internet on YouTube, so you can find us Shame. as well. Mm. My name is Alice Workman. Joining me as usual is Sam Dastiari and hey, Joe hey. Hildebrand. Hi! Now guys, it's less than seven weeks till yes. America heads to the polls. What a lucky and number. I have a ripper of an <gasps> opening story for you this week. Tell me. <clears throat> Now, uh, you're both, I think, of the right age to find this appropriate. You're both in your mid-50s, right? No, I'm joking. Um, you millennials are all the same. <laughs> what about <laughs> ageism? The one ageism you forgot. Okay, here we go. A child star of the Mighty Ducks franchise oh. turned cryptocurrency billionaire is running as a third-party independent for US president. His name is Brock Pierce. He's 39. Mm. He's a single dad with two daughters. And uh, if you remember the Mighty Ducks film, mm. he played a young Gordon Bombay. That's Emilio <gasps> Estevez's character. Uh, and he also started a movie, ironically, called First Kid, which was from 1996, where he played the president's son and his sidekick was a Secret Service agent played by Simbad. Bill uh, Clinton had a cameo. And apparently he got to spend some time in the Oval Office, obviously where he got the idea he could be president. Wow. And he still texts Sinbad to this day. Now, you probably, I'm guessing you haven't heard of him. No, I have Brock met Pierce. him. I have partied with him Brock in Pierce, Florida. you have met him. Right? Really? I partied with him in Florida at the North American Digital Currency Bitcoin Conference of 2015. What? He's How? like a Bitcoin-like guru. Is there yes. any scam you are not in on? <laughs> how did you... How did so, can we talk a bit about Pete Evans? Because <laughs> have I got a deal for you? So, yeah, I was, I was the international... That's right, you were into Bitcoin. Yeah, I was the you? international guest speaker at the conference. And, like... Because, okay, when you got... When you were still in Parliament, 2015? Yeah. Wow. They invited me over to become, like, the international guest speaker at the conference because I'd, like, done an inquiry in Australia. Went over there. And Brock Pierce was another speaker. And he was partying very hard. And was paying for everything. Do you have when, his number? Hang on. Can we get him on, I, I get don't him on believe I have his number. Uh, when, you, when you say partying very hard, do you mean partying very hard? <laughs> no, I'm saying he was creating a political party to move forward <laughs> with a view of being he president of America. Your party, favorite kind of he's party. Partying very hard. No, if left. I remember correctly, though, it was so it was in Florida. I was on Miami so what is Beach, he? right? And there was like this big kind of dinner and bar, and he just put like I don't know twenty, thirty thousand behind the bar for everyone. Wow. Okay, and, so just to give a bit yeah, of context. Okay, yeah. Uh, the reason that you might not have heard of him is because he launched on July 4th, same day as Kanye West. And um, he, Can't but unlike Kanye, Kanye who was only on the ballot in about 12 states and has been kicked off Ohio, uh, Arizona, and Virginia, Pierce is on the ballot in at least 15 with plans for another five. And in New York, he's listed as the candidate of the Independence Party, who endorsed him last month. And uh, he's released a launch video, which I think that we should just take a look at. Why are you here? Why are we here? And to be conscious of the things you do and say, I'm doing this because. The world we live in today is not inclusive. It is not designed to include everyone. That's why some of us on the front lines of innovation are building systems that include all of us. But we are all free to choose why we play the game. I'm Brock Pierce, and I live my life in service. 
Brock Pierce is running for president of the United States of America. Brock the vote at Brock.vote. Okay, so this is my question. Why do is that all Brock Pierce or Steve Bashimi? Have horrible hair. Yeah, Mike Cannon got, Brooks, yeah, this guy. What's the deal, Sam? You hang well, out with Well, that's my plan. When I make my first billion, <laughs> I'm going to keep this kind of luscious set of hair I've got and not get it, let it get too long. Um, but look, he's like really rich. Like he's mm. proper rich. I think the bigger issue is why do they, there's such a culture there, isn't there, if you're rich enough to just run for president. There's a whole industry of people convincing rich people to run. Like that ad, like that would not have been done cheap. Right? They mm. would have spent two, three hundred thousand mm. on consultants. They would have got a team together. Someone would have. Someone did his makeup and hair for that. Amazingly, yes. Wow. Yeah. The so wardrobe. Oh, look at that. The, the wardrobe. I actually think. Yeah, I think he could, he could do with a bit of Botox, to be honest. A little bit of filler. But you know, who's the judge? Yeah. But you, you, you asked the question about billionaires and hair. <laughs> it's because nobody tells them. No one ever tells them. If a billionaire comes up to you and says, "How does my hair look? Does my hair look good?" You're going to go. Yeah, it looks fucking great. It's I think fantastic. a lot of people told Donald Trump his hair looks stupid. <laughs> no, but no, I don't reckon it gets through. I don't yeah. reckon it gets through. I reckon the people around him, the people in trust, say, "Hey, can you tell this is a can you tell this is a rug?" Says, no, it looks totally natural. And so he goes on for like year after year after year after year. Paul McCartney was going to wasn't remember when he um, started dyeing his own hair wings. <laughs> well, let's not mention wings, but the, the, no, Paul McCartney was dyeing his own hair. Yeah, apparently he stopped for he stopped for a while and thought, oh, why am I paying you know my New York New York hairdresser you know a thousand bucks to do this super thing? I'll just get the just for men or whatever it was. And do it myself. Do it in the sink. And of course, it looked really stupid. But he was doing it for ages, and no one was telling him, Sir Paul, you look like you just dipped your head in a grapefruit. But this is the billionaire problem, right? <laughs> it's the billionaire. It's the billionaire problem. problem. Right? That's right. It's because no one tells them. Well, the, I'm like uh, Bloomberg. Right? Yeah. No when, one told him he couldn't win. <laughs> well, when Bloomberg was running for president, you know one of his policies was that he was going to have open plan in the Oval Office? Do you know what kind of insider shit that is? Wow, open right? plan. Yeah, because he's into like, you know, that kind of efficiency of workplaces and that. Has Oval he been there? I don't think it can. The, the rooms are you small. D- right? It doesn't work. It doesn't if you open up. it up, it's not oval. <laughs> you still have oval. It's just an office. Well, no, but the Oval Office is like the small bit. It's got like the dance. It's like. Well, I don't know. I've only seen it on the West Wing, but <laughs> well, at the very least, this Brock guy has a bit of perspective. He says that uh, he he acknowledges that neither Trump or Biden have a real grasp of technology or really connect to the younger generation. But he says he doesn't want to win, but jumpstart a vital national third party movement. Quote, in the year 2020, it is not our goal to win the general election. Our goal is to lay the groundwork for the future. I turn 40 in November. I'm in this for at least the next 40 years. Time wow. is on my side. Oh my God. I mean, the Mighty Ducks only made it to three movies and he wants to go 40 years? Mate, Bitcoin money. Bitcoin money. On a slightly unrelated note, didn't Emilio Estevez really punch above his weight? <laughs> I just have one thing to say. Hang on here. <laughs> All right. There you go. Dance a little bit, Joe. Come on. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you what, if I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be I'd be elected president by acclamation. <laughs> Okay, so that was Joe Biden uh, holding up his iPhone to a microphone and playing the 2017 song Desposito at a campaign uh, rally in Florida for Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, now, Do you reckon when he goes Sam, to a convention of middle-class white he males, he plays Desperado? Oh. <laughs> 
Okay. The Bieber version. That was the Bieber version. No, that was the original. Uh, and well, well, it, well, well, the original, original version was the Bieber version. No, it makes more sense in context. The original version is by Louis Fonzi. Oh, who cares? And he was there at the We rally. culturally appropriated it. <laughs> he spoke first. Um, and he, he did an original version. That's and then right. It was Bieber, all in Spanish. Yeah, and then yeah. Bieber covered it. So no one liked it. it. And, okay. and then there was a Bieber version. And, they then got... Bieber, and then they went to number one. Okay. Yep. So, he, so he played the loser version, not the number one version. Well, he played the version of the man who was there at the rally. Yeah, the loser version. But interestingly, you know who was it also at that rally? It is version. No. Who? Ricky Martin. <gasps> Imagine if Sleepy so Joe had gotten up and played a bit La of Vida She Loca. Bangs. Yeah, She Bangs. <laughs> but apparently, I looked it up, he has done this before. In June, what, he did operated it when... operated an iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently he, when he sees famous people, singers, he says, oh, I've got your song on my phone, let me show you. And he just wow. goes to YouTube. He did it to Willie Nelson anyway, in June man the and Carole King in August. And who, who in August? Carole King. King. Did he feel the Where earth move? Read, yeah, she's still alive. Uh, yes, she is alive. What song, do you know what song he played of Carol Same King? Ask, was yeah, where, where You Eat. I will oh, that's, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So he has shown that... Like, Which this is, is him the being theme in song to the Gilmore okay, Girls. Isn't this oh, the problem? Like, everyone says he has to be authentic. He's got to be himself. He's got to be normal. And he does normal shit. And everyone's like, no, no, stop, being, stop doing this. Is that normal You're a widow. shit? That is him being normal, I think. I think that is the problem. Ah, right. I think that is his sense of normal. Is it is it is it him being normal or is it him trying to prove that he's kind of hip and with it in the kind of weird awkward granddad that way mm. that Kevin Rudd used to do? It's mm. like oh, the lovable lovable uncle, you know, he's oh, a bit of a dag, but you know he's all right. But then it doesn't quite. The thing is, you can't quite tell because he goes to saying, "Hey, I'm hip," you know, even though I'm a bit funny, I'm a bit funny and a bit you know daggy. But look, I'm hip and I've got Desposito on my iPhone, and here it is. And then he just ruins it all by using. The most white word that I love in you. the English language, which is acclamation. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, <laughs> like, that is not going to get you the Spanish vote, my friend. <laughs> but isn't this kind of pandering a bit pathetic? Like, they all do it in the, in the US and some of it here, but we kind of like in Australian politics and everyone else, you do lose after a while that like the communities get angry when you do this stuff. The whole like, you know, when you try and talk to like the Indian community or subcontinent community, they go, oh, we'll talk about curry and cricket. Like that stuff doesn't work. Yeah. Right? People just get offended and angry that like, oh, you go, oh, hey, I'm in touch with you guys. I'll listen to one of your songs, the shit version. Yeah. Well, I think at the end he said of the clip, he said, if I was as talented as this person, I would already be president. By acclamation. Yeah. Mm. So like, what? Everyone's going, it, what it, the it, fuck it, does that mean? It's a bizarre like, no compliment, that, what right? Is, but like, is it, like... There is know, so many people in that, that crowd thinking, Nobody I can't but Nancy it. Pelosi will get that joke, and <laughs> she's not there. No, I reckon there'll be a lot of people in the crowd thinking, why on earth does he think Bieber should be president? <laughs> All right, well, speaking of what is Joe Biden thinking, uh, Donald Trump has an idea of what might be affecting his behaviour. There's probably, uh, possibly drugs involved. That's what I hear. I mean, there's possibly drugs. I don't know how you can go from being so bad where you can't even get out a sentence. I mean, you saw some of those debates with the large number of people on the stage. He was, I mean, I, I used to say, how is it possible that he can even go forward? <laughs> Right, we've talked about this before. Obviously, mm. Donald Trump has said that he wants drug testing before the first debate, which I think is in two we- less than two weeks. Um, well, uh, now, can I say if he's doing the debate <laughs> with Joe Rogan, they're going to have to test the host as well, because <laughs> that's—I mean—that's going to be awkward. I don't think you can actually get on Joe Rogan's show 
without testing positive to a drug test. Well, uh, I think it'd be interesting because uh, you know, there might be some pot, and then they might just all do DMT yeah. together. <laughs> so, do you think? Do you think the threshold is all right, guys? You know, a little bit of hoochie coochie, no problem, but just nothing serious, mate. Not the hard stuff. No hammer. All right, guys. <laughs> no <Like hammer>. <laughs> Well, they're going to be shooting up heroin <laughs> yeah, in the you booth. Know, yeah, you've got to draw the line. No yep. speedballs. Yeah. No, yeah. no smack. Yeah. No, no, right. but, you know, either you're doing just clean you, cocaine want, or clean that's, speed. That's right. We're not mixing wanna, them. If you want to have a quick little doobie in the car park <laughs> to take the edge off, that's fine. <laughs> All right, 90 seconds. But, I mean, the man is obviously, he's old. He's obviously on some kind of medication. He's definitely on drugs. Yeah. Right. So what? <laughs> like, he's definitely on drugs. Right? Mm. Like, on something. Right. Well, everyone is Everyone's on something like He'd be on cholesterol. He'd be on this. He's probably on some kind of depressants, antidepressants. He'd be on heaps of drugs. Mm. Old people are on drugs. Yeah. It's a thing. Do you think it's one of those things where he's not telling his pharmacist all the other drugs he's on and now they've all just kind of got mushed up <laughs> and something's going on and well, he can't getting, remember what he's, you know, he's getting some mixed stu- up the days in the pill jar. He's getting some stuff off the streets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, because he knows how to find the streets. Okay, uh, can I give you this poll? Yes. A CNBC Change Research national poll. 55% said that they thought that Donald Trump was mentally unfit. Forty-five said that he was fit, and fifty-two percent said they thought that Joe Biden was mentally unfit. So, whoever wins in November, a majority of Americans will think that person is mentally unfit. Of course, is it? But like the system creates that, right? You have to be mentally unfit to want to do that job. Correct. Like the act of wanting, like you have to be so screwed up in your own head to be so desperate in need Mm. of love and adulation. Right. To Sound like you're speaking from but, experience? But no, oh, yeah. but it is, it is literally Catch-22. It's the original Joseph Heller Catch-22, which is that if you're... If you, you you can get excluded from flying the suicide mission if you're crazy, but if you try to not if you don't want to fly the suicide mission, that is obviously a rational thing to do. Therefore, you can't possibly be crazy. Yep. But, so what, to try to get out of the thing that they're asking you to do, which is crazy, proves that you're sane, which therefore means that you have to do the crazy thing. Okay. By the time you're in a position to run for president. Right, you are rich. Yep. You're famous. Uh, you're well respected in some circles. You're loved. You've got all these things going for you. You're almost certainly a psychopath. Well, to then want to run for president is essentially saying that I, because look, I'm sure they justify it to themselves as I'm doing this. This is my sacrifice. I'm doing it for the people. I'm doing it for this mm. and that. Right. But if you actually want to help the world, there are heaps of ways of helping the world mm. without you know kind of making it all about you. No, they're egomaniac. Um, you have to be. Yep. You have to be to want to do that job. And also, it doesn't matter if they're crazy anyway. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if they're crazy, if it doesn't matter if they're assholes. And like, like the poll shows, most people think, if at, at best, the other guy is crazy in politics, no matter who it is, even if it's, you know, if it's in Australia, um, or incompetent or evil or stupid, and it just doesn't matter. In fact, I can prove it. Do you remember last week we were talking about Donald Trump's crazy, um, nasty comments about the soldiers where he called yep, all the dead soldiers they were losers yep. and suckers because they got killed? Um, and remember I said this. Do you want my hot take of the week? Yeah, so keeping in mind there are about 18 million veterans that vote in America. Yep. Joe, do you think it will cost him a single vote? Thank you for asking us. This is my hot take of the week. It's not going to hot cost take. him a single vote. And... In a sense, I was wrong. 
because hot take of the week. Joe's wrong. This is your selling point for well, our podcast. It didn't, just, it didn't just not cost him a single vote. He actually went up. He went up in the polls. He hit a three-month high after that. There was a uh, a Hill Harris X poll of uh, about three thousand people, which isn't huge in America, but still, it's a it's a pretty good number. It had a margin of error of about um, uh, less than two percent, one point eight percent, and it found that Trump actually went. Up, I think he actually went up by higher than the margin of error to 47% job approval rating. And that poll was taken. They started polling, I think, the day after that Atlantic story came out reporting him. People just don't care. If they, they either they don't believe he really said it and they think it's all fake news because sometimes there's been overreach on other stories like the Russian stuff and that weird thing about the hotel room and the... The peeing on that. Yeah, yeah. peed on some So women. that turns out to be crap and, and, and... Hang on, that turned out to be crap. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was pee. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, so, so the problem is if you overreach, it only just takes one like so-called respectable news outlet to get something wrong once and of course all of Trump's supporters can say well you got that wrong so this is probably wrong too you went after him there with fake news and now you're going after him this is other fake news even though it's probably right he probably did say it anyway so they just don't believe it or they believe it and they just don't care no Joe but you're kind of arguing kind of two different things right and uh, this is where I think you're I think you're partly right and partly wrong um, the point you're making which is the whole it's already priced in right? yep. they already think that of him I agree with the reason it doesn't hurt him is because it's not new, right? That that is an already formed opinion of him, right? This yep. isn't off-brand. It's the off-brand <laughs> stuff. No, but it's the off-brand stuff. Right, man, yeah, that we knew he you. was a sexist pig, but we thought at least he was pro-soldiers, pro Yeah, a little bit of, of that. But even then, no, 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 no. The reason I don't think it hurts him, you know, and I was wrong about this last week. Um, I, I thought there'd be more of a backlash, but obviously it wasn't. Is they go? Yeah, he hates everyone. He's a bit of a piece of shit. Right? Yeah. Like that's price. Yeah, that's, like, that's just how he talks. He talks like that. Of course, you know. But if it was like the nice guy. If he was the, it's like scandals in any politics, right? It's why does the crazy sex stuff always kill the Republicans worse? You know, mm. that, you know the, like the, the senator from, um, you know, was doing the hand thing in the toilets, you know, Larry um, Craig. Yeah. Uh, good, good bloke. Uh, no, no, but you know, who have like fake. It's the, Purit- it's the Puritans who get hurt more by sex scandals than. Yeah, the whole, the whole mm. Liberty College thing in the US at the moment, where it was, you know, the head of the, you know, had to resign because, you know, they were like literally paying the pool boy for sex. Yeah. Um, which was actually kind of, again, on brand but <laughs> for the poor boy. No, but it's the stuff you do that goes outside the character that really hurts you. So it's not the crime that hurts you. It's the hypocrisy. I'd go one further. I mean, that's the kind of nice trauma. I'd say you have a brand and you have to protect that brand. And if your brand is being an outrageous piece of shit, you can do whatever you want. Man, that's awesome. I've got a lot of career opportunities lined up. I'll tell you um, another thing. What do, you, what do you think about – you remember I said um, – I think it was the first week we did this where I said Donald Trump will get elected on the back of votes from progressive women. middle-class women. Yes. Um, and that was basically because they would be secretly – they'd be the sort of people who would be least likely to admit voting for Trump because, of course, he is an outrageous, misogynist, sexist womanizer who talks about grabbing them by the pussy. But they would also be the ones most in fear for their safety in, um, in, in towns and cities that have been hit by the rioting and the lawlessness, which from their nice manicured, lawned, middle-class mm-hmm. homes with the nice shutters out the front, they totally support in theory. But when it comes to their brunch spot, as it did in, in Washington, yep. um, in a nice little gentrified neighbourhood, suddenly they think, holy crap, I don't want this coming near me. I'm going to vote for whoever will stop it. Well, you might remember I said this. 
Donald Trump will win the election based on the votes of progressive middle-class women. Admittedly, that was just repeating what I just said. <laughs> However, what, what is wrong with you, you egomaniac? I've learnt, I've been learnt, on TV for one seriously, week. One week you haven't been on TV every day. Now you've come into That's our right. podcast. And, hey, you know, I, not, I, not a visual medium, I, spent, I might I point out. The first half of the week learning how to clip up videos. Uh, um, you, so, you came in and just turned this into right. a. Here, hey, guys, I just want to remind you of how right I am. Hey, guys, I've got clips. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, I did really say that, and <laughs> it turns out it's already happened. Yeah. It's already true. So I came across this um, piece in God knows what it was. It was some – it was, it was Just some make ba- it up. It was like Bay City 9. It's some Bay like News 9. Bay News 9. There you go. So oh, like wow. Some tab- wow, that reputable source. A very, a very highly – That's res- almost like BuzzFeed. A very like, highly no, respected Bay, cable Bay, news on. channel based in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> anyway, but they were talking to this um, pollster. I think it was the head of Mason Dixon polling. And he said he'd actually picked up – because everyone's – you know how everyone's arguing – whether if the shy voter exists, the shy voter is like it's like the the, the Penrith Panther. It's like the the abominable snowman. No one can even agree whether or not it's a real thing, let alone what it does. He said there was a massive discrepancy he found in um in one particular demographic uh-huh. that that said they were voting for Clinton tw- by a margin of twenty percent, like a double double digit margin, twenty percent or more even in some polls. So all told pollsters they were voting for Clinton. And then when they came came out and they did the exit polls, because of course you can't really know from the actual results, but it, that margin was only seven. No, see that doesn't make sense. Less right? than half, okay. possibly even right. a third but, of what they said, and that was da da da, college educated white okay. women. In other words, no, white progressive no, okay. middle class. Pause women. for a sec. Firstly, right. I don't know what goes on in your kind of house and your OnlyFans site where you're watching Tampa Bay, whatever, nine. At, it's like, a, great, the it's I a great channel. I don't know where you're getting this from. So let's just they park, have their own website. Let's just park the fact that you just try. So this is what you did. You were trying to prove yourself right. So you started Googling the no, premise. No, I didn't. No, right? I actually did not do that. I just happened to come across Tampa Bay Night. No, First I was reading thing, Tim Blair's blog. But and <laughs> that's even worse. I thought, oh, wow. That, that, that's even worse. But no, but the second thing, right? That... Doesn't make sense. If it the, makes perfect no, sense. If the issue of the shy voter is the person who doesn't want to reveal how they voted, right? If the discrepancy was in the actual numbers, that the numbers don't add up, them saying to you, right, firstly, I'm going to vote one way, then afterwards I voted the other way, is not how the shy system works. The shy system, like, here it was, yeah, classically it was kind of one nation and racist in the Australian context mm. where people don't like to say to anyone that they voted mm. for one nation or, or whatever, you know, back, you know, you know, whatever extremist party or wh- wherever you sit, right? Yeah. Um, the act that they would say it on the exit just shows they didn't have good methodology. Right, the fact that they get so why would they admit it in exit polling when they exactly did it? Mm. because no 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 because um, I think there's another thing they're not just shy to other people and this is why a lot of pollsters don't think it's real right because they looked at the highly democratic areas where they supposed that people would be most shy to admit they were voting yeah. for Donald Trump and they didn't find those big numbers there but this was in Wisconsin which of course Hillary was up by more than five points but ended up yep. losing to Trump. Uh, Wisconsin, of course, where the um, where the Nebosha or whatever it's called is there's there's rioting now still going on, I think, and where that stupid seventeen year old kid um, shot and killed people after the, another yep. black 
um, uh, Black Lives Matter police take down the guy still alive, but still shot him. Um, paralyzed, and he's paralyzed. That's right, and shot in the back. I think several times. It was absolutely fucked. But anyway, but that that is where so Wisconsin is where that is all happening yeah. right now, and Wisconsin is where this guy noticed this massive discrepancy in white middle class votes, and I don't think they're just shy in talking to other people i don't think that's what i think they're actually shy to themselves so they will actually tell a pollster who they want to vote for or who they know they morally should vote for and it's the same result you get and you would know this sam when whenever you you know if 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 what people said were important to pollsters was actually what they voted on health and the education. labor party would win every single election because they always say health and education because that's what they know they should say and that's what they know a good person would care about the well-being of the community the well-being of others the you know taking care of people but of course when they get to the polling booth, they vote for the tax cuts, and 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 that I think is what happened. And and it's yeah. very difficult. It's one thing to tell yourself I'm voting for Hillary because that's the right thing to do. Then you go to the polling booth, you go, shit, you know what? I'm a bit nervous. She's probably going to win anyway. But I'm, you know, I I actually am a bit worried that the Democrats yeah, no, are going to cut the cuts I... or whatever. And then of course when you're doing the exit poll, you can't actually lie. You can't actually. There's a difference between yes, telling you can. You, we can. And that's a different thing. That is the sly voter because there are people who are, there are people who bragged about lying in exit polls as well. Because mm. even the exit polls. So there's the shy going. voter, the sly and voter, the sly voter, and then there's the high voter, which is <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I, in preparation for this, actually reached out to one or two of my old, old, old contacts. Hold on, are you saying you did work for this podcast? No, I know, hard to believe. Hang I, on, know still got I don't job. believe it. Hang on, let's go. Yep. Uh, reached out to uh, the Democratic pollsters that we used back in the day. Mm. Um, they are very strongly of the view that the methodology mistakes in the past haven't been repeated, yep. that the numbers you're now looking at have priced in and factored. Now, again, it can all change again again, right? Mm. There is always a danger in politics and polling that you're fighting the last war. But they're, they're saying that they're, look, they didn't see what was happening last time. There was an it's, there wasn't an expectation that Trump would be able to turn out the vote that he was going to be able to turn out. Yep. They didn't expect there'd be the suppression yep. of Democratic votes. Yep. A lot of that they put down to the expectation game, the the assumption that she was going to win, a few other little things like that. Um, they're very confident. Okay, yeah, well, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I have a poll which was this exact point in the election cycle 2016. Hillary was up 45.7 to Trump's 41.8. And then this week in the current election... Trump is on 43.5, Biden 50.5. Mm. Yep. It, is, it is still so going really to be... really similar margins. It is still going to be extremely difficult for Trump to win and extremely... Um, uh, and, and, and perhaps almost impossible. I believe they have probably factored in a lot of that stuff and it's more um, more thorough. I, I haven't spoken to US bosses. I've spoken to a couple in Australia and that they've just completely re- gone back to the drawing board and and, mm. and and re-examined everything they're doing, all their assumptions. But I think there's a couple of other things that might be at play as well. Um, certainly there's no complacency. So, you know, Democrats yeah. who didn't particularly like Hillary but thought she was a shoe-in and just stayed home, that's not going to happen again. Everyone is going to come out and vote and there's a much more concerted um, campaign to get that happening. The other thing, though, I think might be... There was someone who said to me, um, in 2016, I was terrified that... Um, that Trump would win in 2020. I'm terrified that he won't. And I think there's um, a couple of a couple of things there. One is Trump got elected, and the sky didn't fall in. The you know the, the, the entire U.S. political system is designed to be a check on executive power, check on presidential power, and a lot of what Trump. Of course, if Trump was just running 
roughshod and doing whatever he wanted to do on whatever when he yeah. woke up in the morning, it would look very different. But the Supreme Court has stopped him. Congress has stopped him. He stopped himself. He, he overturned stopped, the kids in detention. He rules. stopped himself. Yeah. Melania stopped him. That's right. In that case. Um, so. So, so Trump got elected and the sky didn't fall in. It wasn't the disaster that we all thought it would be, that I thought it would be. And so people are thinking, well, okay. And then, and, and so there's, there's a few people I think would think, well, probably wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It's good for jobs. You know, we're coming out of this horrible recession that, you know, yeah, and no, the people, people no, have died, but no, they're but, dead but, now. But, now we need our jobs back. John- and, and the other thing I think is that um, the Democratic Party uh, was nowhere near as crazy woke four years ago as it was this time around. And the BLM stuff and the Antifa stuff and linking that to, and defund the police, all that crazy shit is really going to hurt the okay. Democrats. And you know that Trump, uh, Team Trump have been sending out SMSs this week to battleground states, which are law and order SMSs yes, saying, right. you know, if you elect yeah. Biden... Crime, yeah. crime, crime. I have no doubt. That's exactly what I'll okay. do. Yeah. But that's exactly what you do. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the kind of dirty tricks that oh, I'd be running right now. <laughs> I'd be running them, but I put the word Medicare up the top. <laughs> Yo, what up, Dogs? Paul Rudd here, actor and certified young person. A few days ago, I was talking on the iPhone with my homie, Governor Cuomo, and he's just going off about how us millennials need to wear masks because, get this, apparently a lot of COVID is transmitted by us millennials. No cap. So Cuomo's asked me, he's like, Paul, you gotta help. What are you, like, 26? And I didn't correct him. So fam, let's real talk. Masks? They're totally beast. So slide that into your DMs and twitch it. Yo, listen, hype beasts. Masks protect you and your dank squad because caring about other people is the new not caring about other people. La, 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 la. Rock and roll. Now that's thick. Masks. My name is Paul, and I'm six feet tall almost. And I wear my mask, and it's all I ask that you wear your mask. Please wear your mask. Just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. It's easy. It's simple. Please. It's not hard. People are dying. Hundreds of thousands of people are dying. And it's preventable. It's preventable. Just wear a mask. I shouldn't have to make it fun. It's science. It's it's science. Look at us. Hey, hey. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought wearing masks would be a problem? Not me. I just love how in that one though, and as well, remember when Brad Pitt did Anthony Fauci and was doing mm. impersonating man? In both of them, they actually have to break the fourth wall and have to actually stop and say, no, but this is the actual serious message and say you do actually have to wear a mask because that many Americans still wouldn't be able to figure See, out that they're taking the piss. What I love about this compared to Australia. If someone had done this in Australia, the first question, there'd be like 35 freedom of information requests. <laughs> what was he getting paid? Yeah. yeah. Scott Cam, yeah. what were you getting paid? Yeah. And look, was that a yeah. real chicken? Yeah. How many people worked on the set? The Daily Telephone going, we've done an investigation and that man's an actor. <laughs> <laughs> He's not really 26. He's not really, that's right. And, and then, you know, was there catering? Was that, yeah. Well, how much did the catering cost? Yeah. I thought that you would have enjoyed that because that's your lingo. That, that's how I speak to the people. Yeah. Yeet. Yeah, that's how I speak to the people. People are kind of going to me, hey, you, Dasher. Yeah. I'm like, hey, yo's. <laughs> Sam Millennial. I Sam spoke millennial. to a 19-year-old yesterday and she told me really? that... Um, Was this on like Hinge or... Um, 
In the office. In the work. office, okay. Yeah. She Grindr, told me that Hinge, the new. What are the, what are the new apps the kids are on these days? You would know. I don't Snapchat. know. Snapchat. Um, she told me that the new kid catchphrase <laughs> is yum. MySpace. Is what? Yum. Yum. Really? Yeah. So you that... know how yeet was kind of like a catchphrase cry for anything? Yeah. Now it's yum. If like, I went around my like workplace saying yum to like 19 year olds, oh, I'd be done in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like the last thing. <laughs> All right, okay. Harvey Weinstein of banking. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now it's time for my favourite part of the podcast. It is a Twitter quiz. All right, last week we had a groundbreaking quiz with uh, Kamala Kamal or Kamala Electra. This week we've gone back to the the classics. Back to basics. Yeah, we're doing doing Kanye or Trump. Oh, uh, yeah. So I think tight. it's really hard. They yeah. are almost indistinguishable. Like yeah. if it, you know, obviously not in a visual medium. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't see color. No, it's, okay. yeah. so maybe right. to you they that's are. Just, that's my own internalized racism yeah. coming through. Do you know I'm the white Kanye? According to Tyra, Tyra Banks. Really, Tyra Banks. Hey, hey so, so do we just did you hear that drop? Should we pick up that name that you just dropped there? Yeah, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, I, I, move in those, I move Banks. in those circles, so I don't think twice. <laughs> I, I was just chatting to Kyle and Jackie O. <laughs> right, that's not impressive. No, keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, no, so she was on like, the, they were doing some game on the Kyle and Jackie O show and Tyra Banks was on and they played some clip of me doing something. Oh, really? You didn't just walk in and play a clip like you've been doing all podcasts? Well, I had to. I had to. <laughs> He's standing at the front of the radio <laughs> playing clips of himself. You know I used to be on television yeah. every day? I mean, I had to call the switch 45 times before they played it. But still, they played it. And, um, and Tyra Banks just goes, ooh, he's like a, a white Kanye. Okay. Well, I took it as a compliment. What is happening here? We've gone from a podcast to a podcast that became about you playing videos of yourself yeah. to a podcast that's about you reliving the time yeah. someone played a video of you to that's someone right. else. <laughs> this podcast is produced by Christopher Nolan. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, let's start with the quiz. Now, we're going um, we're gonna to do it one at a time this week, I think. Yes, that's the yeah. best. That's what we're going to do. Okay, okay so. Oh, Sam. <laughs> okay, number one. We'll start with Sam, actually. Sam, yeah. this is for you. Quote, the doors may be heavier, but I promise you, we will break them. What's the yelling? It's all caps. Okay. No, I don't. I want to ask a question. Are there any spelling mistakes in it? I probably fixed the spelling mistakes, to be oh, honest. jeez. Well, I can't work. I can't, you know, you can't be... Just, I want to soar like an eagle, but I'm surrounded by turkeys. You neurotic millennials. You just can't help yourselves. All right. You? you know what? Just... That is a President Trump quote. Let's find out. Oh, no. No, not... it is not. Joe, this one's for you. Quote. Can I, can I have a second guess? Is it cut? Yeah, okay. Also for anyone that has money, they know the first rule is to use other people's money. It's got to be Trump. Absolutely not. Nope, that what? was Kanye. Yeah. Jeez, you're both on zero, zero. Sam, you again. I have never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. Trump. Correct. Sam's on one. Joe, back to you. Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest and you all know it. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. That is definitely Trump. Yes. Thank you. One, one. Sam. He got an easy one. Can I say, he did borrow a lot of other people's money and spend it. Oh, absolutely. And lost it. Absolutely. It's called dads. (laughs) Sam. Or or as we say in Australian politics, daddy. (laughs) Uh, Quote, we want to innovate and we will win someday. Trump. No. That was the headline. (laughs) Incorrect. Does that mean I get it? That was Kanye. Kanye, thank you. Okay, Joe, quote, My Twitter has become so powerful that I can make enemies tell the truth. 
I think it's Trump again. Correct. Oh, this is bullshit. He's getting easy one. ones. Yeah, this is rigged because you're racist. No, it's <laughs> just because I don't because see... Because he's white, Kanye? Yeah. yeah, he's white, Kanye. Okay, quote. Or white Jesus, as he calls himself. He says the stuff he says when the I'm, cameras aren't rolling. I'm white Yeezy. <laughs> okay, quote. Because finally there's a white guy doing the job. Yes, I am personally rich and I can buy furs and houses for my family. Kanye. Correct well to all. Back to Joe. Uh-oh. Quote, President Obama closed down the flights from Ebola-infected areas right now before it's too late. What the hell is wrong with you? Kanye. Wrong. Oh. No, that was true. I said Kanye knows what Ebola is. Okay, Sam, but That quote, sounded too... <laughs> I have no interest in working with anyone who is too important or too good or too traditional to take a call at 3 a.m. No, this is not something that you've said. It's uh, either Trump or Kanye. Kanye. Correct. Oh, As if Trump's working at 3 a.m. He is. He, he is. On he the stays toilet. up all night. No, he's watching TV. That's not working. <laughs> it is if he's watching Fox. Okay, quote. At Katy Perry. Katy, what the hell were you thinking when you married loser Russell Brand? There is a guy who has... No. Oh, there is a guy who's got nothing going. A waste! Exclamation mark. That's easy. <gasps> Trump. Correct. It is three all. Sam, back to you. Quote, I'd like to address the false stories and noise that have been engineered by the media. Kanye. He's good. Correct. All right. We'll do, we'll do two more. The word engineered. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do two more. Okay. Ready. <clears throat> Joe. Quote. Yeah. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. My number one enemy has been my ego. There is only one throne, and that's God's. It's Kanye. Correct. All right. We knew this. This is like he's talking about Joe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's talking about white, white Yeezy. <laughs> Joe's right. been saying for weeks, there's finally, only... finally there's a white Jesus out there for, for right. the rest of us. Right. We're now going right. to do a tiebreaker. Jeez, this is... Fir- oh, okay. The first person to get it wins. Quiet. Okay, sorry, Joe. Okay, Joe. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. So can we test our buzzers? Sam. White Kanye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here we go. Quote. Entrepreneurs, be tough, be smart, be personable, but don't take things personally. Sam, Kanye. That's good business. Okay, well, he's jumped in, so is he right on I hate you, I hate you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Is that a yes? Incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Joe takes it by default. (laughs) I would have said Kanye too. (laughs) But that's good business, guys. Yeah, because he's going to open a store for aspiring MCs, won't sell you no job, but the inspiration is free. That's all we've got for this episode of I'm Usually More Professional. We will be back next Thursday. But, lads, before we go, final mm. word. I normally throw to you, but I thought I would throw something to you. Mm. Uh, Sportsbet have opened a market in the uh, Trump Hub section, which is on Trump to tweet any Australian journo. <gasps> oh. And guess who is mentioned? It's R- only Joe Hildebrand. What? Yeah. Yeah, but let's start. Oh my god! Let's start. Forty-five oh, bucks. Forty-five That's bucks. A, those yeah. are good odds. Get on that. Yeah, and considering I don't tweet, I don't know why I'm on there. But anyway, let's start. Um, the most likely: Miranda Devine, five dollars fifty. Andrew yep. Bolt, yep. seven fifty. Paul yep. Murray, ten bucks. Rowan Dean, twelve. I would have Paul Murray shorter. Alan Jones, fifteen. I didn't get any shorter. Peter Credlin, fifteen. Now this is where the big jump up is. David Spears, forty-one bucks. Wow. I mean, 
like if, God, there, if there is a show right about the ABC if, going there, right. if there is a show that Trump would love to live tweet, I'm sure it's insiders. Um, uh, I'm on fifty one dollars. So all these socialists are sitting at home. All these neo Marx guys. Told you <laughs> the ABC was a right wing mouthpiece. I'm in fine company on fifty one dollars with Lee Sowers and Nikki Savar, who incidentally does not oh. tweet and does not have a Twitter account. Would Andrew it? Proben's on sixty seven. PVO fine tweeter seventy one dollars. Okay, stop for a second. So what's in the list of Australian what? Journalists. And Joe's on that list. <laughs> oh, come on. That's, no, no, that's no. low. To Accurate, be fair, you have to have a low. job to be a journalist, right? Like you have to be getting paid to do journalism. Hey, I'm Annabelle Crabb's on there podcaster. for $91, and she just hosts a show about like the 1920s oh, on the Oh, just rubbing the so... fact that she has a show and Joe doesn't. <laughs> oh, my God. You're just being mean now. <laughs> Back in time for Biden. <laughs> so um, I thought that we would, uh, I mean, maybe we could think of a tweet, yep, yep, like yep, draft a tweet, it, yep. um, to give us uh, a bit of context. I did find an Australian that Donald Trump has tweeted. Really? Yes. So it's okay. happened. It has happened. It's um, in Sydney. There's a Nova Breakfast show called Fitzy and Whipper. Yes, and love it's Fitzy and Ryan Fitzgerald, whom people know may well. know He's from great. Big Brother awesome. and the AFL. <laughs> At real Donald Trump. Hey, Trumpy. Working hard or hardly working. Oh, classic material. Oh, classic and then Donald Trump quote tweeted him back, thank you, Ryan, working hard, exclamation mark. So it's that, like a, compliment, that... a confusing compliment. Well, at least he answered the question. <laughs> okay, I think we should do the tweet from Joe. Yeah, I think okay. so, absolutely, because I think he hates women, so there's no point in me doing it. Yep, and he... Yeah. I hate women. I mean, Sam, are you, are you really just offended you're not on this list, Sam? Well, I'm not a journalist. Uh, and I'm not going to... Uh, Welcome to the club, buddy. You do write columns for the Daily Telegraph. I have. I have. Mm. But that doesn't make me a journalist either. <laughs> okay, oh, right. that is just... I don't know if we're going to cut that. Do you know the problem with Victoria? <laughs> no Daily Telegraph. It would never have got to this. So the Herald Sun is like an Alsatian. The, te- the telly is like a pit bull. It's like, okay, you're dead. Now what? The telly is like, you know what it's like? It's like, you know, an Independence Day. Like a German Shepherd. No, a person from Alsatia. Yes, a German <laughs> Shepherd. German Shepherds are rough. Rougher than pit bulls, aren't they? I don't know. According to the Pitbull Owners Association, it's how you train them. But that's a whole other ball game I don't want to get into. Point being, you know, telly stops no, no, no. shit what before is the it point? starts. What is the point? Because, because like with that, like the telly stops shit before it starts. Any, all politicians in New South Wales are so terrified. so wiped out in your sense of reality that you think if there was a Daily Telegraph, people wouldn't be having sex in hotel rooms. No, I'm just saying we would have found like out about it sooner and it would it have been on you, page you three. You say that like the Daily Telegraph is the foreplay in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so... Yes. Um, I gonna... had a conversation with Alice where she doesn't mention the fact that she's on page two of the Australian every day. <laughs> Great newspaper, august newspaper. A silver panther of a newspaper if we're using animal analogies. Yeah. Now, um, uh, this was meant to be the final word. So we'll, so we should get people to send in what they yeah, want to Yeah, t- tell yep. us... Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you don't read your mentions. Unfortunately, I read mine. <laughs> no, no, you don't read them. I'll skim, I'll skim them this week. Joe has a couple week. of beers in response. <laughs> I'll skim them this week if people send in legit ideas but, of what um, to yeah, tweet yeah. to Trump. But send, send to me, you know, uh, what is it? At Joe, Joe underscore Hildebrand. Yep. And uh, send um, Sam Dastiari uh, your ideas for foreplay with the yeah. Daily Tell me what to tweet Donald Trump that you reckon he'll re- retweet. And by God. It's going to be positive. Anyway, like and review us on iTunes and we will be back next Thursday. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye.